0: that Well, good
1: morning, Merry Christmas, and welcome into the session where faith and life connect. I'm Scott yes. here with Tom from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries, and it is time to broach a topic that I I, I don't know that we've ever talked about this before: yeah. keeping romance alive at the holidays, mm-hmm. or subtitled how to date your spouse while lying about their Christmas present. (laughs) I just thought that's what I thought of. But anyway. Yeah, it's a good thought. Before we dive into everything, Tom, I I thought you said something before that I thought was very appropriate. This is the one time a year when it's okay to keep a secret from your wife. That's that's for sure. Okay. So you don't have to be totally honest about the present or where it's hidden.
0: That's true, yeah. (laughs) But oftentimes I get a message just before Christmas of, don't look in the guest bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't check your email.
1: <laughs> well, how do I not check the email? You're dear? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Well, before we dive in, Tom, let's take a, a dive into God's word
0: here and look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Yes, that's right. And verses four through seven, Scott, which is a very famous verse and, and probably a very appropriate one today. Love is patient. So as we dive into this topic
1: today of how to keep the romance alive in your spouse during the holidays, we're gonna focus on really a lot of scripture today. It, yeah. You really kind of threw me. when I first saw these notes, I was expecting date night and a lot of a lot of uh, romance right And when I kept seeing verse after verse and I'm going, Maybe he misunderstood the, what we're talking about. And then I read it over
0: again. I went, uh,
1: okay. Uh, uh, yes. Well, but,
0: I, <laughs> I got some emails from Cherry, so I thought... I, I see. Should... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with a couple yeah. of things from uh, Crosswalk.com and Cindy McManum, who's a writer and, and speaker there at Crosswalk. And... Uh, Cindy kind of really is the one that kind of starts some of these scripture passages. So why don't you dive in for us, Well, Tom. and
0: Scott, let's do that. So let's take a, a look at his unending and preserving love that he has for us. He has promised he will never leave us. Hebrews thirteen five, he will never leave us. That's the kind of love we should have for our spouse that they should know and be secure in. We're not gonna go anywhere. As an example, there are a number of couples out there who when they argue, to end an argument or to win an argument, they say, that's it. I'm done, I'm out of here. That cuts the very security, the very fiber of the whole relationship. The whole security of it is gonna be shot. How, how do you then talk to your spouse about something that's important if in fact you fear they're gonna say, I I'm out of here. I'm done. It, it, there's just no security to it. And so when our God says he will never leave us, it's a great example of the kind of love and commitment we have for our spouses. And I got to say it, now working on hundreds of years in the marriage <laughs> since that day on the third grade playground. What, yeah, in fact, I think we got married before the invention of the car. <laughs> That love grows when you invest in it. So he is gentle toward you when you you're broken. How how do we treat our spouses when they are hurting? Do you show compassion and empathy and you know hold your spouse if they're upset? Do you hear them and validate what they're feeling? You know I, I think those are really important. Then you can
1: seek that out at Psalm one forty seven three.
0: Yeah. He promises nothing will ever come between the two of you. That includes golf.
1: <laughs> Should I not be surprised that golf <laughs> worked
0: its way into this conversation? Oh. Yeah. Romans eight thirty nine. We don't want anything coming between us. And you know what? If if we did, then it also would take the form of A parallel example would be having an idol before our God. We don't want anything coming between our spouse and our love for our spouse and uh, being there. That includes work. That includes— Oh, uh, now you're meddling. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes our golden retriever comes between us. <laughs> well, very that's literally. literally. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. And sometimes that can include church. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. We're so focused on on that, and some want to say that, well, that's my calling, and I I need to do it. And it comes across as that's more important than my marriage, and that's not going to go well. Right.
1: See, I'm thinking about our pastors there, because this time of year is absolutely nutsy fagan for them. Yeah. And worship and music pastors, scheduling Christmas cantatas and children's programs, and class parties and all that kind of stuff, and then not to mention the Christmas Eve service. Oh, for heaven's sake! And yes. oh my gosh, Christmas is on Sunday this year. Hmm. Oh boy. Oh yeah. You know, there's there's. I just really feel for our pastors right now. I watch mm-hmm. I watch our worship pastor right now as he's planning, and I just I feel for him as a newlywed. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, just yeah. into his second. He's just entering his second year of marriage now. Wow. And I'm I'm trying to keep an eye on Jules and Casey and just kind of, not that I can offer a whole lot because I'm as flawed and broken as anybody, Uh, but but just I can maybe offer an encouragement from time to time.
0: Well, yeah, and and the older. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know where you're going. I'm old. Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. With the younger and giving them some of their experience is very valuable. Okay, now yeah. for the old moving on. Okay, yes, <laughs> to the new. To the new. <laughs> yeah, he is constantly thinking about you. Our God is constantly thinking about us. Which, what a blessing, Psalm 139, 17 and 18. He's constantly thinking about us. Well, what's that look like in marriage then? Yeah. Kathy and I have this real simple little emoji exchange that takes a few seconds during the day, and we probably do it two or three times a day. Uh, I do the red hearts, and she has this emoji that looks like her with a big heart, you know, and she, we just exchange, she knows I'm thinking about her. Yeah. And I'm blessed when she's thinking about me. See, in my world,
1: there are things that trigger music for me. Uh And when you said he's constantly thinking about you, my first thought went to the Matthew West song, Me on Your Mind. There. Because that's what the song's all about. Interesting. is how... We are on God's mind. Wonderful. All right. So now we move from, we move from Cindy McMennon to thoughts from Tom Russell. <laughs> the heading on this section here
0: was a very powerful one for you. Yeah, it was. And, and so what we're talking about here, Scott, is rebuilding your marriage starts with you, not your spouse, but with you. So you want to see your marriage impacted? then what can you do? How can you ask your God to help you impact your marriage? And it goes from there. So we're talking about accountability here. Yeah. We're talking about self-accountability. That's true. And, you know, for our planet, Scott, men, they seem to not have much issue with remembering to make sure the engine has oil in it. Sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time. Okay, I had a couple sons who didn't, (laughs) they grew into it. Yeah, they did. And now that they're buying the motors. Yeah. Us. <laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's so much. It's But the, the point is, that's a priority to them. Right. And that's where we want to look at in terms of the maintenance does not have to be painful. It really can be fun. We think about getaways with our spouse, if it's about to they have fun. And if, if you can't identify your spouse as your best friend and getting away with your best friend, then you might want, and we'll talk later in the show about that, getting some help for that.
1: That's yeah. right. And how did, and maybe start a conversation with you about it. Yeah. So we begin this section with a verse of scripture once again from Isaiah forty twenty eight to 31. And the notion that we have this encouragement from God who can fill you
0: up with love for your spouse. I love that phrase, fill you up. Yeah, yeah, and and what an incredible blessing it is. So Isaiah says, do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak, even... Youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not be faint. If your love, Scott, for your spouse has waned, how do you renew it? How do you get back to that delight in each with each other when something in this uh, your spouse or in this life has taken it out of you? great question and that
1: includes the busyness of christmas time
0: absolutely yeah yeah in all the not we mentioned all the the recitals and the christmas plays and but all the gift wrapping oh and all the shopping (laughs) oh
1: (laughs) see that and that's actually become an issue for my wife over the last few years since she's had trouble with her eyes she can't drive, so she can't just say, "I'm going to get your Christmas present and go do it." She has to wait for Aaron or I to take her shopping, right? And then here it is, the week before Christmas. They're going, "So Sherry, what Christmas stuff do you need?" And she, by this point, she's so flustered,
0: she's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> That's true. I, I often wonder what the uh, lifespan of the wrapping paper. On the presents is <laughs> about. Uh, would you measure it more so in days or hours? <laughs> I'll give it minutes at yeah, times, <laughs> yeah, that's especially true. if I'm wrapping downstairs because you'll hear rip, <laughs> rip. Uh, Yeah. Well, and you know how many of them are getting wrapped at twelve thirty a.m. Christmas Eve? More than I care to admit. Yeah. And then there's always
1: the some assembly required stuff oh brother that you've got to put together then wrap oh my gosh yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones i got responsible for boy it's so i'm so happy my daughter is an adult now (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right no more do i have to worry about that all right so let's kind of go back to the main point here tom
0: how do you get back to that delight in your spouse well and, and scott the lord is our strength he will enable us if we go to him to love our spouse. And you know, how about how about if we begin to think, what were the reasons I married my spouse in the first place? You know, what draw what was the draw, what drew me to my spouse? Well, let's begin to revisit that. How about revisiting some of the favorite memories in your marriage and doing that? What if you planned a, a surprise for your spouse for Christmas that Kathy and I are at a point where if you took a look at our supposedly walk-in closet, it's more like a closet slash a store crawl-in closet. Yeah, this, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, we don't need any more clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been thinking about you know what else would what we want to do for Christmas. Well, you know what, doing something special together, a getaway, taking our money, and rather than buying my eighth pullover. Instead, we might go, you know, on a two- or three-day trip.
1: Build another wing on the house for a bigger closet. (laughs)
0: That's about what we'd have to do. (laughs) I remember one year I wanted to do something different for Kathy for Christmas. And, you know, the romantic that I am, I'm thinking, I know. I'm going to take Kathy on a cross-country skiing getaway. Well, believe it or not, I pulled it off. Wow. And we ended up at um, Punderson State Lodge up in the snow belt east of Cleveland. It didn't snow. Of course. So you went on a hike instead
1: of cross country? That's right. We did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, you, you can still make lemonade out of the lemon there. Yeah, we, for sure. <laughs> All right. So, Tom, one, another thing I know you wanted to really point out here as we talk about getting back to that delight in our
0: spouses the concept of waiting. When we talk about waiting, and, 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 Scott, I looked it up in the Greek, and in the Greek it means waiting. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I love it when he gets
1: detailed <laughs> with me, when he just really digs in deep here. <laughs> that, so, cutty, that cutting kind of coverage,
0: Tom. Well, and, and so, but continually. What it really means is continually doing, uh, going before the Lord and, and asking for his strength. And for the guys out there, the husbands, we are to love our wives as Christ loved the church. Well, any way that Jesus loved the church then is a way that we can love our wives. Well, you know what? Maybe we want to ask Jesus to renew our strength so that we can, we can do that for him.
1: And we can look back at how Jesus loved us. Right. And then we can see that as an example for how to love our spouses. So now, Tom, we're at that point where you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, maybe there's some work necessary in order to get that spark back. Right. And, yes, it's the holiday time. It's Christmas time. There may not be any better time right now than to give your spouse the gift of a new you. Yeah, there you go. Your relationship a new you and kind of a fresh
0: start. Starting a conversation with you would be a good idea. How can they... Do that. Uh, yeah, that's true. And, and you know, Kathy would probably want to think about trading me in with a 100,000 mile checkup that I have and all the <laughs> maintenance issues I know. Yeah, she she, would never she do. doesn't want to break in a new model. That's for sure. Yeah, it took me 48 years to get trained
1: now. It's <laughs> the no. same thing Sherry says. It <laughs> took me 40 years to get you this far. you going to start over again. <laughs> Bless her heart.
0: And we have an incredible marriage. I can be reached at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com. And
1: remember, you can always catch up on previous episodes of the session and revisit this one. If there's something you missed, you came in in the middle at the podcast network at risefmohio.com.